Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Canada's Drag Race versus the world. So, let's raise a glass. <laughs> or a bottle. And start spilling. GNT. Clang. What was that pause? Well, that pause was. I thought it was going to be RuPaul's Drag Race Canada versus the I world. Because Ru's not here. I think it's Canada versus the world. Canada's Drag Race versus the world. Okay. Ca- anyway, Canada versus the world. Look, it's it may one. vary from week to week. We'll workshop it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, you know what we are. RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. What mm-hmm. we do is we watch it live and then we release the podcast while we're watching. We birth it unto the world. Yeah. Um, we've just come off the finale of season four of UK. Any any kind of residual thoughts from that? Now that you've had a couple of days like absorbing, you know, just kind of mellow in your in your thoughts. No, no, we've no. said it all, haven't we? I, I think, like everyone else, as soon as you watch a season, and as soon as it's crowned, you kind of look for the next thing, and and, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate because I f- I feel like that's most queens and the only ones that you remember are the ones that made an impact or the ones mm. who are actually going to be doing who, who do stuff from it and it the girls said that the, the winners said it when the in the final episode when they went into the workroom and they saw mm-hmm. the Vivian and they saw um, Lawrence Chaney yes. and Crystal they said you know what really matters is what you do after the show and it's, you're gonna, you have to use it you have to struggle with Iron's heart and um, I think Danny is just the queen to do that though yeah. I think we were and Cheddar gorgeous yeah da- Danny all will, of them all of them Danny will have a wealth of uh, performing um, and TV I think TV is a perfect format for Danny I think she'll do very much what the Vivian did with like reality TV appearances and that sort of thing and like yeah. sprinkle her humour and glitter over that. Cheddar needs a queer history programme. BBC, Wow Presents, whoever, give it to her. I see um Black Pepper modelling. Oh, she'll be she'll be joining like, Taste, Taste on Bimini. runways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Jombers will keep on being Jombers. Yep. Jombers I, is gonna make it the furthest she's got to go far I, I actually look forward to seeing what she brings next because she's so like likable and quirky absolutely and so but am yeah. I right am I right like everyone while the while this season is on mm-hmm. all I can do is talk about them they are the most <laughs> current thing but as soon as the crowning's done it's kind of like you close that chip then you're like okay cool and then you well, kind of jump on to the next one which is why thing. it's so important for the queens to do stuff now yeah. even while the show's still going the, the world of drag race kind of forces that now because you're never without drag race if you don't want to be if you've got wow presents plus you, you never have to go a week without some season of drag race or question other. what's your go-to season when you want to put something on in the background season five of us yeah, yeah, it's just a classic. I would actually say that um, season five plus or minus two, actually. Mine's so two. I do consider that like a real kind of golden era, sort of three to eight, maybe. My one would be season two, five and six. Those are the yeah. three seasons that I can just put on in the background and I'll always find something. I'll, I'll always hear something that just makes me chuckle or gets yeah. me involved, especially the Untucked series. Oh, my God. Especially the Untucked. Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not done talking. <laughs> yes. You will listen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I've said some shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Raven. <laughs> Who are you calling ghetto? Uh, this the ghetto is a place, not a person, Mama. <laughs> Who are you calling? You calling me ghetto? I'm gonna answer for you. Yes, you are. Girl, you, I don't even know you like that. Oh my like, God, Coco Montrees, I adore her. I mean, there are so many Girl, iconic moments. I don't even know you like that. It's just <laughs> they, these are. This is. This is queer history now. It's it's no longer mm. just a, a show. This it's not pop culture. This is history. <laughs> history. This is history. You shouldn't. You should know Coco Montreux season five episode three. It's untucked. You should be able to quote Done. every single quote yeah. from Coco. Get a jade. Yep. You should know Shangela's sugar daddy. Off beginning to end off by heart morning prayers also done. also really you know maybe just going on season nine Aja's soliloquy to um yes to valentina you should know you're that perfect job, you're, these are the this this is important yes this 
This is the moment the comes. This is the moment the comes. comes. You should know what key she changes from. Absolutely. You, if I two. ask you, what, yeah. what she went from a B flat to A, you should know it. <laughs> yeah. What's the key? Yes. I mean, this is these are important. For Tom, I want to say congratulations. Tom did another BBC TV, um, BBC oh, uh, interview with Katie on BBC Berkshire. Tyler reached out. Uh, you did um, a great job as well. You it, did a really great job. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you to say. I mean, Paolo, unfortunately, couldn't be there because it... We were, as this is the world of radio. It's very fast paced. You don't get you, you know you and don't Bob get much slow. Morning. No, literally yeah. and mentally, <laughs> no. he's slow. What so he mean? couldn't keep up. Katie contacted us the evening before. There was a very specific time slot, and I had, I had to do it just after my day at work. And Paolo could not be there um, because he does not like driving to Macclesfield. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't want to. No, but you did a great job. Um, so, so Thank natural. It's, it's really good. It's really I'd good. like to compliment you on looking especially handsome today. I tend to think I'm always... You are always, but you've got wow. a glow about you today. You're emanating an energy that's Thank very you very beautiful, much. Yeah. We're going to go for dinner very soon. We thought we'll just podcast a little. I want everyone to know that um, Tom's wearing, well, we're both kind of fancy. Tom's giving a RuPaul energy where he's wearing like this lovely white t-shirt, white, white shirt, shirt. <laughs> long sleeve shirt with a lovely vest that's padded on the back. And then he's wearing joggers. Yeah, I'm doing a RuPaul. It's because my jeans are still tumble drying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still like the dry cleaners getting pressed. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Margaret, how's it going? Yeah, cool. Bowler's yeah. wearing a very fitted ensemble, showing off his rather athletic physique. Well, it's it's not fitted by choice, everyone. It's a loose it's a, it's a loose hanging shirt that I'm, when you're so big, it's not it's supposed to. When you're to be so fitted. big, everything's everything is um a fitting on you. Now let's get let's get to this. We're looking at Canada's Drag Race, Road to the World. Everyone, welcome. If you're a new listener, hey, uh, I hope that you enjoy. Um, we are the best podcast out there, so mm, just <laughs> well, we're being recognised by the BBC, so, so touched so, by greatness. Yeah, there. you're yeah, welcome. Yeah. I think that's what we want to say. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, the girls are coming in. Remember last week we said bye to Kendall. Me and you both thought that Kendall should have stayed. We're both a bit devo that Kendall went because. We didn't really feature her in the bottom two, although we did say it's hard to put somebody down there with... Stephanie was definitely down there, but we didn't know who else would the be The thing there. is, we both knew Stephanie should be in the bottom, but we yeah. didn't know who should join her. Now, in saying that, if there was a definite bottom, of course, that's who Tom and I thought would be going home. However, they chose Kendall. Um, who chose Kendall? Who won? Vanity Milan. Vanity. And chose Kendall. And the girls are coming in to the workroom and we find out that Rita also chose Kendall. So that's really, really interesting to me. And I guess Rita, well, Rita's actually quite honest in the talking head and says Kendall's fierce competition. I'm glad she's gone. <laughs> oh, geez. She is here to win. This is yeah, strategy. Yeah, yeah. This is absolute strategy. And yeah, okay. And it is, it is uh, Kendall's message is so sweet, I think, and so magnanimous to say, Stephanie, you know, I'm glad you got a chance to shine. I think that's really, really cool of Kendall because I think she's a really cool person. It's nice to write a message like that when you're going through your own hurt. Mm. Like, you know, I, I would probably do what, what they did on season. I'd probably do a Down Under where I would be like um, bitter and then I'm team this person just to rub it in everyone's face that none of you have a chance. But, you know, team Spanky. I'd, I would have done that. I would. I, like, I'm so in my feelings. I don't want to... I'm in no place to, to give a quote. I am in no place to give an electric fence. Smash the world. Smash don't, the let, world. don't let anyone tell you that you are not amazing. Don't let any, and those bullies that bullies you, tell them they can't bully you no longer because you're going to smash the world, smash brothers, Nintendo, PlayStation 3 coming up very soon <laughs> what Peace. people out there might not realize is smash the world's actually worked its way into our everyday vernacular we tell each other to smash the world every yeah, morning smash the world smash the world um i would do a full-on rave and i'll say keep looking at the stars because you'll never be one <laughs> <laughs> oh God. just speaking yeah. of like the organic shade of the early seasons you know so, so what we're saying is that Kendall is a very lovely person because yeah, we, yeah I, she, I would she be did, in no place. She did to what be. we could never do. I would not. I would not be lifting anyone up. Yeah. I, I would use that to just get my last word. You mm-hmm. know, like you know what? None of you are really winners. I can't believe any of you are actually here. <laughs> like you know, I, that's what I would have done. Kendall's fab though. She's out there. She's killing it. She's great. 
Um, I was, I guess, um, Vanity explained, you know, her conversation with Stephanie was quite focused on representation and that did seem to hit home for Vanity um, being, you know, the only black queen on her season of season three of UK. So, you know, and it is nice that we could get to see a bit more of Stephanie because she was a very early out. Isn't, you know, yes, Vanity did say it re- representation is important, but mm. Kendall was... Well, she's uh, mixed race. She's yeah. mixed race. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm like, well, you know, girl. They both. They're both representing. They're both POCs. It's kind but- of not my place to say anything, really. Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about something very interesting. Okay, mm. um, and um, it it's been brought up, but it hasn't been actually discussed. And that yes. is the words are you know the word fishy. You know, yes. um, Victoria Scone. First of all. So brave mm-hmm. to bring up this conversation. Fully agree. Do you know what I mean? I when she when she brought it up, I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, y- yes." You could tell I, she was, I was like, a little bit trembly yeah. in her voice. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, go off, sis!" And I'm like, "Oh, you're really brave doing that." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, she she asked. Well, she um she kind of asked Stephanie Prince, hey, did you? Yeah, you know, um, did you say the word fishy in your verse?' In mm-hmm. which Stephanie said, "Yeah, she did." Mm-hmm. And then they kind of brought up the topic of um how fishy can be offensive yes. to, to women or, you know, those with a vagina. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I, I love, and you know what I said last week? It's so important to hear a woman's voice in this space. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Victoria is so, so great and so brave for bringing this up. I think on the one hand, it made me feel sad to think of how th- things like this that are probably using a throwaway way by a lot of queens they're probably not there's not malicious intent behind it it's it's ignorance um about the effect oh ignorance <laughs> ignorance oh so you're calling me ignorant just don't call g again ignorance oh, no. um just just to know for everyone because <laughs> you might as well be calling me the scum of the <laughs> earth um no but um yeah I, I obviously stephanie did not say it in any sort of malice it just came from a place of not understanding and i know that victoria knows that but it's so good that she's asking her and educating her because it is it this th- word fishy was thrown aw- around a lot in the early seasons but thankfully has been largely phased out as i think most queens have become more aware of its offensive roots so i guess for anybody who's not aware of where it comes from i did remember one queen trying to say that it comes from um, saying, like, fishy is insuspicious. So, like, oh, she looks a bit fishy. But that's also kind of pejorative as well because it refers to not passing, I mean, in inverted commas. Just so everyone knows, the way that the word fishy is used mm-hmm. is describing a person who is very, you know, female passing. Yes. Who, who, you know, who, who can... Who can pass off Which as kind of has its own problems feminine. as a concept, I think. Because, like, who is anybody to say what a woman looks like or what, who passes in inverted commas as a woman. But then they link it to, you know, this highly offensive concept of, you know, to to say, I mean, it was spoke about in the show to do with the, a woman's reproductive organs. Mm. I... Well, yeah, she said it. the words from Victoria was yeah. the word fishy refers to the smell of, you know, the it just vagina. It's uncomfortable to say it because I just think it's so degrading and offensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, which is why it was so important for this conversation to be had. Now, mm. I'm going to be throwing a lot because I don't, you know, this is going to happen a lot. I want to be throwing a lot of, I want to be devil's advocate. Mm. I want to throw a lot of questions so that we can also answer it at the same time. Okay. 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 Just, just around this. Um, Stephanie Prince's response was, I thought that it was reclaimed in the same way that mm-hmm. where she's from. I think, well, I don't know if it's Thailand. I'm just going to say no, Thailand. No, she's Filipina. Filipina. She's Filipina. Where gays are called ladyboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and her, and it's kind of the same way when, when we were watching Drag Race España, how they kept saying maricon. Yes. Which is faggot. But, but that'd be like us calling each other a fag. Yes. Which is fine because we're two cisgender gay men we can with ease and uh, who know each other intimately we can call each other a fag yeah and that's fine it's reclamation it's understood there's the forum for it you know it's the context so can my question is mm-hmm. can a woman say fishy i it's not my place to say i don't think i i think a woman could if she wished to and then if she felt it was empowering if a woman was saying it and then another woman was saying actually that's offensive 
what happens then? Who is in the right? Who polices who? Well, if- that that's like um, people of color talking about the N word. Mm-hmm. The, there's dis- there's disagreement there. Black people, some black people, it, to my understanding, based on you know talking to people in the media, I've consumed some black people are comfortable using it as an empowerment phrase, and some are not. So I think you're always going to get disagreement there. Yeah. For me, as a Polynesian, mm. um, the word and it was it was kind of derogatory, and it's kind of the same here. Was mm-hmm. um, was the word fob? Yeah, you know the Polynesians, and and they would call us that growing up. But we would call each other a fob. There we go. As a joke, like how you fob, you fob, you fob. <laughs> but the minute a non-brown person, yeah called me a fob it was offensive it was wrong and i Mm -hmm. didn't like it and i hated it but it was okay when we said it to each other my question is what if i say it to another polynesian and they don't like it but i feel like i'm allowed to say it well what would that experience be can you tell me have you ever encountered that what would that experience be like if i caught it if i caught another polynesian a fob or i used the word in front of them and they told me not to say it my response would be, I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can say it. If you're offended by it, you're offended. Mm-hmm. But this is, you know, we're both affected and this is the way that I feel yep. about it. So don't. Yeah, cool. That's that's kind of it. That, that makes sense. Can I, can I tell you another thought that I have about this phrase fishy is that um, it's part of this really malignant part of gay culture that is derogatory towards women. Um, there's this whole, you know, that thing about like being a a gold gay or a platinum gay, that kind of thing. You've heard of that, haven't you? Like if you've like in inverted commas, never been anywhere near a vagina and that kind of thing. And this, this kind of like tone of... Tom, no. Yeah. What's a, I don't know what a gold gold gay is. It's just stupid. A gold standard gay is somebody who's never had sex or intimate relations with a woman. And a platinum would be if you were born by C-section, so you've never even, in inverted commas, touched a vagina, which is a stupid and is like... Is that a thing or are you making this up? to think about. No, it's no, a- no, that's a thing. That's a thing. So it's it's part of like the... I do think it's dying out. I do... Well, I hope it is. I do think it's less prominent than it used to be. But, you know, this there's, there's this tone of joking in gay culture that can be very derogatory towards women um when there's no need for it um we we should love and adore women um we should support each other because you know women are uh, very very often hard done by in society um and yeah we, we we should just move away from those silly jokes that belittle women and particularly define them by their reproductive organs. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about women. I also mean other people who who have a vagina. Yeah. It, it's, it's everyone. Basically, if someone says to you, you're offending them and what you're saying is offensive, mm-hmm. then don't say it. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, the thing about this conversation was is Stephanie took it on board and said, thanks for educating me. And that's mm. commendable. Stephanie knows now and, and that's it. And, and, um, uh, Victoria was brave enough to tell her when she actually did fear reprisal in that forum, you know, worrying that people wouldn't agree with her. And it did make me sad to think of how often she may feel isolated as a cisgender woman who does drag, largely surrounded by gay men. I've said it before in the podcast, and I said it again, like when it comes to the ladies and the women in my life, mm-hmm. how much they have protected me. Yep. In period, mm-hmm. how much they same, have, they same have stood up for me when yeah. other guys were trying to call me girly. How they came in, how they saved me, mm-hmm. how they took me to the ball. Mm-hmm. Literally, she took me to the ball, to, the know, ball. Just to save me people from calling me, you know, or, or suspecting I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Like these, these women in my life, I owe so much. Yeah, they and I think for every other gay guy. I have. I want to say ninety percent of you will agree that you have had a you have had you've had a girlfriend, you've had a girl, you've had a lady friend. Yeah, stick up for you. You know, get in there and save you. Be your friend. Um, so and the least you can do in return is not fall into the trap of belittling them with humor. I want to say. Yep. Yeah, also, I want to say that. I kind of chuckled at Vanity Milan because Vanity, after this whole serious discussion, yeah. this yeah. very, this, you know, this very in-depth discussion that Victoria has, expressing how she feels about it and why it offends her, so Vanity says, and I quote, 
So what we're not going to do anymore is use the term fish because we're among an AFAB woman. And it's like, <laughs> it's like Vanity, were you not listening? It's, it's not like... What do you mean? Like we're not gonna what we're not gonna do is use the term fish because you're because of an AFAB woman. It, yeah. It's not like you gotta wait for her to turn her back exactly. and then whisper around to everyone. No. There was it's <laughs> it's not user period exactly. in that context. Yeah, not yeah, not yeah. just because she's here this season, we're Completely. gonna use the word. And I was like, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Victoria was like, girl, we done had this conversation when we were touring around UK for yeah. season three. <laughs> why why are you saying it like that? Like we've had this talk, you know, they're from the same season. Exactly. Surely, surely this conversation's come up before. I think she meant really well there, but just tripped over her words a little bit and it came across it slightly humorous. It did make me question because Vanity says in the beginning, because, you know, she said, I'm a performer. Mm -hmm. As soon as I go on stage, something takes over me. So these girls need to step their cookies up. I started thinking, oh, is there a reason why she said step their cookies up and not step your pussies up? Is this something that's a carry on from that conversation? Is that now offensive? Well, I'd love to hear that, you know. I'd love to hear a woman's opinion on that, really. But I guess my take on step your pussy up is that it's actually a bit more empowerment. It's not mocking. That's my take on it, but I'm not a woman. I My opinion is invalid there, but I'd love to know what a woman thinks about the term step your pussy up. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, many of our listeners. Right in, guys. Um, I communicate us. with many wonderful and beautiful women on Instagram. Now, the library is... You know what? The library is closed. It is closed. <laughs> that library was shut down. Refurbishment, budget cuts, no insurance. It's no one's buying it. Been the library was, that, like, that reading was... Like, the library's been knocked down and has been replaced with, I don't know, some sort of mall. The library was not open. This reading challenge was... when I, Everyone, I want to say this. When I tell you, after we heard the reading challenge, Tom and I were just looking into the abyss. We were quiet. <laughs> we were just like, what What happened? Like, That's a what thing. Did we, That's a thing that happened. What, did, what, what just happened right here? Some humans I mean, made first some noises. of all, I just want everyone to know, in the UK, there are budget cuts. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's a very Times real thing. So the yeah. library's not open every day of the week. You know, maybe it's open twice or three times. So yeah. I just want to, you know, that's the excuse I have of Victorian vanity, but I cannot speak for everyone else <laughs> for why their library was closed because there's a reading challenge. American, was, Canadian, Kiwi listeners write in, are your libraries open? New Zealand, yes, they open Monday to Sunday. <laughs> they are open Monday to Sunday. They even have well, late hours. We'll get to it, but that might be reflected in the scores, to be honest. Yeah, well, here we go. <laughs> we started with Veronica. Oh, sorry, Victoria Scone. You always call her Veronica. Who was mothergoose.com. She had one. I did like the um, even I could grow a beard joke. That was a joke. That was funny. Vanity came along and it was... I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Now, Vanity, wonderful, amazing performer that she is and gorgeous model on the runway that she is. Humor's not her strong spot. It really is not. Um, I think she's a warm and like gently funny person, but writing a joke we saw her in the roast this just isn't her strong suit it just really isn't you know what we should have expected that because when she tried to read back mm -hmm. veronica mm -hmm. and she was like oh that you, look was at you, 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 you you're looking like a like a green thing a green and i was thing. like okay yeah i should have known from then that her reading mm -hmm. challenge was not going to be the best stephanie prince flatlined raja Raja said something funny, but it kind of was a take on Ginger Mitch. Ginger Mitch yes. said in All Stars, yes. look, RuPaul, look, she was in such a rush, she put her ass on backwards, <laughs> which I thought was an amazing read from Ginger. And Ginger is such a natural comedian. Her delivery is always on point. Yep. Um, Ra Raja wasn't the worst of this bunch. At least that was an amusing quip, but it was, yeah, derived from Ginger's joke. There was, I mean, I tell you what actually made me chuckle was, you know, Silky. She was one of the last queens, mm -hmm. and because she, um, she could see that the reading challenge was not going good. She yeah. goes, she goes, you know what? I, you know, I'm not the best <laughs> reader, but I got a chance. She's <laughs> yeah. like, I got a chance. It like, all of, we all suck. I thought that yeah. was that was quite funny. Anita was probably the best of the lot because oh, she, she actually had, she, she actually had funny things to say she said at least four 
reasonably funny things. Yeah. So congratulations, Anita. Yeah. You automatically win this The New Zealand challenge. government, thank you for keeping our libraries open. It showed off. here. Anita showed us why the libraries remain open, especially on those Thursday late nights. Thank you. Do you know, it's very, very good because some of these challenge. jokes could very easily have been pre-written and just applied as appropriate, like Stephanie being one of the seven wonders and that kind of thing. You just direct that at the person who's not doing well in the competition. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was it was good. It was good. The Victoria Scone one was tailored. Um, and the Raja one as well was quite tailored. But well done, Anita. Um, you win by default. Yeah. Although she was quite funny. I don't want to discredit how funny she was. But it was also default. Oh, it was also be default. Real. Like, that was, it wasn't the best reading challenge. It was like um, Deja Sky's win in the Snatch Game. Uh, yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> like you were funny, yeah, but you, yeah. won, you won by default. Like you were funny, but also default. The Maxi Challenge, we already know. It's the Snatch Game. It's the Snatch Game. The way they explained it is that they all have to become delegates at the inaugural Snatch Game Summit. They each need to attend as the funniest celebrity, uh, with this funniest celebrity impersonation, mm-hmm. as they aim to solve the most pressing Pressing issues oh, wow. facing us. I'm the stars. one who's had to drink here. Oh, <laughs> pressing. You saw sure. Pressing. Oh, pressing. <laughs> so it's a snatch game. I mean, we can just have a quick... Let's let's go let's back in time. Think. Yeah. Let's think. Now, we've got two winners here in this cast. We've got Anita we Wiggler and Silky Nutmeg. Now... Silky was good in a snatch game, but she won one of the worst snatch games. It was a Deja Sky win. It was, I mean, she did have competition in Nina West. Nina was good. Um, but what worked for Silky was that T.S. Madison was a really perfect vehicle to actually convey her own personality, her own effervescent, funny personality. She was Silky yeah, well, yeah. in a T.S. Madison wig. That's what I thought. I, yeah. I remember thinking, Silky's just being Silky. Having said that, but it she, worked. she was the funniest person on the panel. Nina Nina was great. Um, I Like... Sugar was okay. Akira was okay. The rest were just... Mm. Like, it was not a good Snatch game. I mean, and Brooke is going to be judging them, and she was the worst of the bunch. Look, Anita Wiggler won hands down. She's she great. was very... She was, for those who haven't seen Down Under, Anita Wiggler demolished everyone. She did. She was very good, very funny, very uh, risky. Another slightly uneven Her take Snatch game. on our Queen Elizabeth. Did she rest in peace? Wish you rest in peace. Do you recall anybody coming close to her performance? Or I just remember Anita. I remember it not being a good snatch game. And I remember everyone saying, thank God, Anita, that New Zealand was there. Yeah. I mean, Electra, I actually enjoyed her Moira Rose. Oh, my. (laughs) The pigeon thing. Uh, they're pigeons. They must be Italian. <laughs> was it like that? Yeah, something like that. Uh, you may find there are many pigeons, but if you do, they're always Italian. <laughs> something like that. Absolutely. Someone needs to do Moira Rose again. I, now, I do remember, sorry to interrupt, um, etc. was controversial, but probably the next funniest. Oh, yeah, she was good. She was <laughs> good. Lindy Chamberlain. Think about me, baby. Think about me, answer. Just the, the, the histrionic level of performance was actually. <laughs> rather good despite the distasteful subject matter we can look at Rita Beggar who mm-hmm. um, was Edith Piaf on her season now I think she was high she was placed high she was placed high but I thought that that was a good snatch game it was a good snatch game because I could think of three others who were actually pretty stellar on that one Jimbo deserving winner Jimbo yep Lemon is um, you miss your mouth smell my fingers <laughs> So that was so i mean jumbo gave a master class she, she was really up there really really was and that's why i felt a bit robbed when she didn't um make it to the she ate her look at her she's fat <laughs> i mean yeah yeah um jojo siwa lemon was very very good as well hell 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 hell, hell. Um, Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> she had like the energy exactly yeah. right. And she was always on. Yeah, she so was like, that was really good. And I know you're going to say the last one was Scarlett Bobo. She did a good line, sir. She she really went for it. She was very very good. Rita like really adopted a really fantastic character, which Brooklyn really really appreciated. Um, didn't I don't think 100 percent translated quite as well for us. I mean, I know who Edith Piaf is. I love her music. I'm aware of her as a person. There was just something about her performance that seemed to appeal more to the Canadian sensibilities than ours, really. Yeah. I would have placed her as safe. Me too. Me yeah. too. 
Isis Couture. Now, she was, was it La Veneno? She was La Veneno, who we learned a lot about on Drag Race España. Yeah. You know, <laughs> iconic trans woman and pioneer. Um, Isis was fine. She was fine. She was very much lost in the shuffle in that Snatch game, though. Mm-hmm. She wasn't bottom. Um, and she, she, you know, she went for it and had some funny moments, but she was not especially memorable in that, really. Yeah, I agree. Now, Vanity Milan was that Jamaican uh, Jocelyn? Jocelyn Fox. Jocelyn Fox, that's right, yeah. (laughs) I just remember it falling flat. I remember Vanity not getting much airtime in that one. I remember her not doing well. That was not the most stellar snatch game we've ever seen because basically it was Ella and Kitty killing it. Yeah. And we're judging as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. let's leave that one there vanity again I've, i will mention again she's so multi-talented and fantastic but humor i'll, I'll be keen to see how she does this week because like comedic performances are not her strong suit now victoria and stephanie prince are sorry it is victoria victoria scone yes. and stephanie prince just yes. making sure are our wild cards because they have not done the snatch game they've never done the snatch game and they've done it tom i can't remember ever reading what their characters would have been either um don't know i could imagine um victoria i know a big idol of hers is danny larue um the iconic british drag kind of music hall pioneer um, a lot of her looks are actually modelled after Danny LaRue looks. Um, so I could kind of see her going for somebody like Danny LaRue. Um, because again, she could kind of just amplify her high camp persona to just be funny and witty and pithy. Um, what do you, any, have you got any other thoughts? Anybody that Stephanie might be? or No, no, I, I don't. I Steph- don't. Stephanie often draws on her Filipina culture. So I don't know, Paula Ballesteros maybe, Mama Pao. I'm hoping that the Snatch Game is not going to be a direct reflection from their reading challenge. That's all, oh. all I want to say. We need a change in the energy. Yeah. Yes, the now, energy needs to change. All the queens need to actually, they need to end filming for the day. They need to go off and have a good meal, a good night's sleep, some Red Bulls, <laughs> some espressos, and then come back for Snatch Game. I, yeah, I, I need to change the energy up. Oh, definitely. Did, did, am I alone? Am I alone here? Did everyone else feel like, oh. No, Brooklyn even felt like that. Even Brooklyn said it. And, yeah. and you know, come on, it's Brooklyn. Bro- I mean, her snatch game was just not. Uh, oh, yeah. Poutine. Let's, uh, so we're changing the energy. Yeah. And we've got good hopes for this snatch game. Everyone, disclaimer, just, just to be upfront then and honest with you, because that's what mm. you want from us. Yeah. Um, Tom and I went out for dinner Mm -hmm. and we are picking it up the morning after. Yes. But we're both quite fresh, aren't we? It wasn't some debauch night I was ready to podcast after dinner when we got back in, but your words were slurring, girl. You were drunk. Uh, Excuse me. This is absolutely scandalous. You had champagne followed by um, a cocktail and then you had a glass of wine and then another cocktail and then an espresso martini. I think you also ordered another... uh, No, 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 don't start adding things there. Then you had a bottle of wine to yourself and... I'm out, outraged with <laughs> you. That, that's not to add on what you had before we went out. Just I had putting like it out there. a glass of wine before I went okay, out. Okay, you know, we had a nice, lovely dinner. We've just, we've had to rewatch. <laughs> Believe it or not, we did have a nice time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, but we did. Um, but here we are now. We are back and we've just watched the Snatch Game we again. We have indeed. And, and my thoughts are still the same as yesterday. Yeah. And my thoughts as, first of all, let's just go overall what I think, what we both think Mm -hmm. overall about the Snatch Game. I think that these girls are just way too familiar with Brooklyn. 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 I think that's a really interesting point. They are way too familiar with her. And you know what? They're way too comfortable. Not at the sense, you know, you should feel comfortable, but it's almost like it's a substitute teacher. I get and they're it, just I get not it. taking it as seriously. Because we've got Raja and Silky have competed as her peer. Yeah. You know, we've got Isis, who's a winner of season two, and Rita, who is like a kind of upper echelon Canadian queen who's had quite a long career. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do get it. A lot of the queens just, yeah, they like, like say, this year as a peer, and there's, there's too much familiarity. There, there needs to be a bit of. I want to say respect, but the real word is fear. Fear, yeah. <laughs> they need, they to, need fear. to fear like, her the way some, they fear RuPaul. That, that there's some that there's something actually worth fighting for. That there's some stakes in this. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like is is missing. You maybe. know the way that everybody's blood ran cold when RuPaul said, "This is a lip sync. We need to see your face. Yeah, we need to see your lips. Take that thing 
off of your face. She needs to have that gravitas. Yes, then she needs to have the whole. What about you, plastic? Who do you think should be <clears> in the bottom? <throat> who, who do you want to blame for this? Yeah, yeah. What about you, sugar cane? <laughs> Raja, what about you, Raja? What do you think? Who do you think should be there? <laughs> this, so this is season. What season? Yeah. That was, that was season 11. 11? Yeah, yeah. Season 11 when she went down the line asking mm-hmm. them why their Mariah Carey mm-hmm. tribute was so bad. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, it was like a shotgun. Like she was just shooting up. It was like, who, who, yeah, who am I going to yeah. take out? Who, yeah. who am I going to take out my sniper rifle here? I was just, that's the kind of fear mm-hmm. that you want. And I, I think that, I mean, let's be, there's one time where I think Brooklyn lost control of the set. I liked how Brooklyn was actually trying to keep the energy up. I oh. felt like, you know how RuPaul can really cool the the whole atmosphere of the room by not laughing. I felt like Brooklyn was doing a good job of really trying to keep the energy up in the face of some performances that we'll get into it may mm. not have merited many laughs. Okay, um, so got, let's go from left <clears throat> to right. Uh, first of all, we're starting off with Vanny Milan, who was Spice. I, I don't know I'm the I'm completely artist. unfamiliar with Spice. She's a Jamaican dancehall artist. That's all I know. Um, so I guess this is an opportunity for her to draw on her Jamaican heritage, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of her performance as Spice? I think um, I, I wasn't laughing. I kind of, of all the people there... Vanity perhaps that left the least impression on me mm. because I actually think she got very little airtime. I think I saw her intro, her, her energy in her intro was fun and up, and I enjoyed that. Um, but I don't remember any funny answers from her, unfortunately. Yep, I'm, I'm the same with you. I'm not saying that she gave horrible, unfunny answers. But you know what? It's better to be what you know. Is it better to be forgettable than to be like remembered for being really bad? Like in the snatch game, probably better to be forgettable. To yeah. be honest, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's even worse if you're a funny queen who does badly. Yeah. So. Yeah, give me some examples in in the past. Oh, funny queen! Oh gosh, you've really put me on the spot now. Uh, funny queen who's like who's not like Lauren, Lawrence Shaney. Yes, great example. Lawrence is one of the best talking heads of her season. Such a funny girl. So great with her wit. So off the cuff. Um, you mean I've been painting the depression on? That was so funny. But then in snatch game, um, yeah, um, she just didn't. She was in the bottom. I two, mean, Trixie Mattel. Trixie's fantastic example. Trixie's one of the funniest queens out there. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, but, um, her snatch game was I, again. I will say with that snatch game, she could have been safe, and I will I will die on that hill. Okay, because there were one or two funny answers, but it's the expectation. So th- it, that's right. It's worse to be a funny queen who does badly. Yes, the expectation pushes you into the bottom. Yep. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next one, Stephanie Prince. Now, Stephanie Prince was Cardi B. I want to say that she did get like the 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 like energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Cardi B and the look is spot on. This is the WAP look, and the isn't look, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. She she did get that that kind of in the in the beginning. She rapped, so I do feel like she. I feel like she's a big fan of Cardi B. She knows Cardi B. The I think where Stephanie Prince failed mm-hmm. was finding ways of being funny. And I'll tell you yeah. what, I love that Stephanie, Stephanie did her homework. And what I mean by that is Stephanie had a list of answers that mm-hmm. she knew that, okay, she had a list of funny answers mm-hmm. or things that she wanted to say. And she was going to find the best <laughs> question to use it to, even if it didn't make sense. <laughs> yes, even if it, like, yes. there was a question about um, <clears throat> what was the best the best way to... What was the question? Her answer was white. Oh, get the paparazzi's attention. Yeah. What's yeah. the best way of getting the paparazzi's attention? And she she brought up something about I like cock, Cajun, so I just mm. wrote my favorite color white. But it made no it made no sense. But she had already planned pre planned yes. her jokes. Yes. And she was trying to find okay, which where will that fit? And you know what? By hook or by crook, she, she was, was yeah, she was getting it in there. She was putting. She was. I don't care what the question is. This one. This was. This, <laughs> this answer is gonna go there. It was just hilarious. Like the uh, the the one about what are you what are you gonna name your at child? And she's like, yeah. I want to name it that dangly thing that dangled the back of my throat. Ding dong. Yeah, it's like that's yeah. one of her lyrics. But I was just like, girl. I think it's worth noting this is the fourth Cardi B in all of the franchises. Um, I don't think I've ever seen... She's like a fun idea because she's such a huge personality. And, you know, clearly a lot of queens are big fans of hers. But I don't know if it's easy to... I mean, nobody succeeded so far, if you ask me, in making her funny. Truly funny. We saw uh, Jade Rassens do her. 
I think in her original season, season 12, wasn't it? Ivy Elise Monroe did her in season two of Holland. And I think she was in the bottom two, that, that episode. And Vanda Miss Joaquim did her on um, Thailand too, but I can't remember how she did. But th- I think this makes her the most, the most snatch gamed person. Carrie B? Yeah, four. We've had a bunch of threes, but she's the first four, I think. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah, so I I don't know how... I mean, Stephanie, she, she worked hard. She, she yeah, got the character I right. I saw that, yeah. But there was just no... The snatch game has to be about being funny as a celebrity impersonation. I... I didn't. I got zero, zero funny, but I did enjoy characterization and energy yeah. and stuff. Were enjoyable. Um, it was a little bit like Alyssa Edwards doing uh, Joan Crawford, where she had all the quotes from um, Mommy Dearest and just put them in wherever. However, Alyssa's was somewhat more successful. I don't know. Rue was just laughing her head I off. I have no doubt in my mind that this is what. First of all, this is what I think you should be doing. You should already have a lot of pre answers, definitely ready to shoot out. But the thing is, um, it just the answers that she was giving, it just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the wrong, it was the wrong answer for the for the question, that was which her is main the issue. Floor, but I, I, I do believe that all of these queens already go and go in there knowing this is what I want to say, mm-hmm. and I need to find times to say it. But um, it just didn't make sense. Okay, yeah. moving on to Rita Beggar. I don't know. It was um, she was a drag a Gilda. Queen? Gilda. Who, um, I believe she's a bit of a Quebec legend and an old school kind of showgirl and. Uh, performing drag queen. How do you feel? I remember us saying this a while ago. How do you feel about girls doing other drag queens? I'm not wholly against it. I think sometimes it can be a little bit easy to make drag race a bit too self-referential. Um, this is different because she's a, a drag queen that hasn't yeah. been on the show. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so obviously we don't know Gilda as a personality. I could see Rita giving a kind of glamorous, kind of funny... Quebecois sort of presentation and that's kind of what I got I didn't get loads and loads of lol moments I think her last snatch game performance was funnier than this um I did like the thing about Brooke you know you know for your celebrity impersonations and she pulled the funny face doing Brooke that was good that was a joke mm-hmm. um I did think at one point that her talking heads were a little bit funnier than when she was reading Silky yeah. Silky and just yeah. like how she just goes on and on yeah mm. I agree um it's not that her Rita was there and she was just I want to say solid but I didn't laugh as much she was really committed to the character yeah. and she was always on yeah. I saw her responding to people and interacting with people do you know what it is and I want to say it they're getting the celebrity impersonations correct they're mm-hmm. just not finding the funny That's or maybe it. the funny that appeals yeah. to me because yeah you know you look stunning and I don't know this queen but like you know she seems nice I did love this she seems lovely she just, seems lovely but just make me laugh just make us laugh I think this what it is the look is gorgeous though Let's move on to um, Anita Wiggler. Now, remember, Anita Wiggler was the winner of the Snatch mm-hmm. Game in her season. The first thing I'm going to critique, and I am the last person ever to critique this. You know, you'll notice that when it comes to the runway, Tom does most of the speaking. But I just want to firstly say that, you know, Anita, you know, you're my you're my homegirl sister. <laughs> you literally We're work, rooting for you. You work down the road from where I live. I've I've visited the uh, K Road and me. Mm-hmm. We we are best friends. I've <laughs> I've been there frequenting there and I'm a huge fan and supporter. But that wig that I, I don't first of all I see zero Adele and I th- I think there was zero attempt to look like Adele. I, th- am it, I so Am I wrong? I thought so again, weight of expectation on Anita is high. Yeah, and I could, the in terms of the look, I mean that wig, I mean take it off, throw it away, burn it, um, don't let anybody clap eyes on that ever again. I don't know if that was part of the joke or what, if it's a way of making fun of Adele's hair, but I don't know. She's clearly doing modern day Adele. So the last time we saw Adele done was Ginger Minge, who did a fantastic Adele. Yes. With a very yes. different characterization. You know, she did her as like, you know, slightly yeah. dippy, but very grandiose. Yeah, where she? are you from, Adele? Mm. My house. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very good. My house. Well, can I get a lighter here? Yeah, yeah. Which we'll I want to bring up later. Yeah, yes. yeah. But she was a Snatch Game winner and, it, it, you know, had, had shoes to fill. Her characterization was very kind of the girl next door Adele post-divorce, kind of a bit sad about it and kind of defined by it and, you know, single and ready to mingle, but a bit sad. Ha, ha, ha. That was kind of the vibe, wasn't it? it, it that was the character. I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Um. And that's what she kept on coming back to. There were a couple of chuckles in there. I don't think she was atrocious, but uh, 
weight of expectation is very, very high here. Even with the weight of expectation, um, I I thought that she was giving like, like, like it wasn't like ha ha ha. It was like a ha. Oh, that was nice. That was ha. Oh, that was funny. You know, it was just like ah. Oh, you know, not like you know, crack your ribs, or like elbow your friend because mm. you're laughing. It was more like a little like a little shoulder shrug laugh, like a oh ha ha, and a little gentle smile, like like almost <laughs> only showing your top teeth, kind of like like that's the kind of reaction I was getting to her answers, and I love Anita, and you know, we adore her. she's a, she's the only one there representing New Zealand, and I want people to know that she was really good in her stage game. So please. Watch Watch Down Under season. If you don't know what Anita's capable of, yeah, watch. Please Down watch that. I mean, it's on YouTube. You don't even have to like go looking yeah, for it. But um, yeah, this this portrayal, I I didn't find. I didn't find the the. the it's so hard because the last All Stars we really watched because Canada version of the world really is All Stars. Mm-hmm. The last All Stars we saw, we, you know, there was Jinx Monsoon and she just really slayed. She's amazing. And she was kind of good in the sense that she she made us raise up expectations on people who come back especially as winners mm-hmm. of of snatch game so um this Me- is this has just been oh yeah so yeah i would i would put anita somewhat middling on this i'll rank them at the end yeah okay next up we got silky now the silky's our other snatch game winner here what i find interesting is that silky basically did the same thing she did for her first snatch game in that she was being silky in a different wig and a different costume it's very successful for her the first time around the ts madison was you have to say pretty much the best thing on that panel this time around i guess wasn't quite as successful but i had some moments with silky that i really enjoyed the twerking moment and her playing the flute that actually made me laugh and that was a fun energy to bring to the whole panel and everybody joined in. Yeah, but there's not to take away from anything. Mm. Uh, Silky does have a great energy. I mm-hmm. think she really does. I think she is a she's a born entertainer. She really is. She's a confident queen and that's just her brand. So for me, all I saw was Silky in a Lizzo costume. It's a good costume. And that, great, that, great and that was character it. I just saw Silky and Silky just doing the talks. And sometimes there was there was no payoff for where she was taking you on that. You know, for the journey of her joke, mm-hmm. there was no payoff. Yeah, and Rita, Rita summed it up. On. Rita Rita Bega summed it up really well. Mm-hmm. She said, "I can I can see Lizzo, but I'm just hearing Silky. Silky, and also she's taking so long to get to the punch, mm-hmm. and there and then you find out there is no punch. <laughs> yeah, there is no punch. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, again, we'll come to rankings in a sec, but yeah. um, that was silky. Mm. That was silky being silky. Next up, we got uh, Donatella Versace. Oh, I should mention that's the second Lizzo as well. I think Coco Jumbo did her in Don Under. Anyway, and this is our second Donatella because mm-hmm. um, we saw her done beautifully by Miss Fame. Oh. Perfectly. Can't top that one. This is not a prescription. <laughs> what? I must be confused. And of course, um, she beat out Violet Chachki for the role. In that instance. Do you want a spoon, RuPaul? <laughs> Do you want a spoon? Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I actually enjoyed this from ISIS. This is one of my favourites of the night. Uh, I liked the kind of... She was she was very natural, very funny. I liked the comments about... Um, oh, correcting the pronunciation of Donatella Versace. It's not Donatella Versace. Um, they kind of... I, I was inspired by Orange, but I've changed my mind now. <laughs> Uh, oh no anything but orange after yeah. seeing you in it um and then telling adele uh, pink is now out as well i thought that was good i thought it was like a good trope to use mm-hmm. it's very haughty but there was a joke reused that we've heard before wasn't there there was a there was a, yeah, a lighter joke mm-hmm. that um we saw who, who used the gentleman gentleman used it I I loved first of all she was shady painting that oh that was so the nasal labial the, fold that was oh fantastically my, that shady was, as soon as they showed her I was like that is shady but that is so <laughs> accurate I was like yes ma'am that she the look is amazing and yeah. you can always expect it from Isis the the impersonation was good this very, is very the most good. successful Versace that we have seen yep. I do think that she just she was just so comfortable. Yeah, she was playing the Grand Dame and kind of being shady and just doing very, very well. I thought it was a really good evening for Isis. She was comfortable. Um, she had the answers. She was just... I, th- I really do feel like she owned that set. 
there's mm. you know sometimes she's a tendency to laugh at her own jokes or laugh when she knows she's funny and this is just the thing that she does period she did it in her season and she did it here as well mm-hmm. and it kind of takes you out of the performance yeah it can take you out the fun it takes, to see yeah, it takes you well and it's one thing that i'm like oh i wish i wish i didn't see that part but um i feel that she was pretty much giving the same energy that she gave in her season snatch game mm-hmm. it didn't work in her season snatch game because she had jimbo next to her and, no no and she wasn't next to jimbo oh sorry she's season two it was cynthia kiss so, she sorry. did really well on that cynthia one kiss. and um geometric because jim carrey as ace ventura yeah jim carrey. so she had really good she didn't shine with that energy there mm. but i feel like she still gave the same energy here but because of her contestants her political opponents she um it, it worked i think you're right i think she shone a little bit brighter in comparison yeah um, but still, good job, Isis. Good job. Then now we're going to go to Victoria Scone. And Victoria Scone is the iconic Kimber Burn. Who we've never seen done in a Snatch game, but we've seen very recently basically done by Pixie Polite yeah. in that acting challenge. And we know that Viv could trot out a fantastic Kim Woodburn as well, pretty much every time she was in the workroom. Yes. What were your thoughts on Victoria's Kim Woodburns? Um, I think that her... I think, and I love this, and also I'm just like a bit like... Mm, she would treat. She treated it like a Q and A. Yeah, like she was literally just answering questions, and I don't think that she was, you know, realizing you also have to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was just it was a, it was a it was just it was just her answering questions, and um, I bit. didn't hear her say many. Maybe she maybe didn't make it into the editing because the last time we said something about taste and that look at me, look at me, that, yeah. that character. Um, last time we said, oh, she didn't say all of these things, but then on Twitter she said, she said, oh, I said all of these things and yeah. just didn't make the cut. So I'm wondering if it didn't make the cut of Victoria, it's gone, but I didn't hear, you know. If it didn't make the cut, then that's shady. Like, yeah. don't be stupid. Yes, and that could have been easy to do. And she you're got- an adulterer. <laughs> you're an adult, you know. Oh, come on, love. She didn't pick a fight with anyone that's the thing on she, the set she was um i thought the delivery was good she sounded like kim woodburn she looked like kim woodburn um i would say the energy was a little bit too polite yes. and what we remember kim for she's quite con- being, being quite confrontational she's confrontational absolutely so i was waiting for her to pick a fight with someone even brooklyn and that would have been really really funny um I, I do think, yeah, the characterization was there and that was good, but she could have taken it in. She could have taken it a lot further. I think if you're doing a reality TV meme machine like Gemma Collins, New York, Kim Woodburn, Pete Burns, you, you get it. those memeable quotes and moments in that you do what Stephanie does. Get those those memes in there. I mean, Dakota, Dakota. D- yeah. Dakota, um, Dakota Fanning, Dakota um, Schiffer <laughs> yeah. was amazing at that. She, she was knew, very, very she good. Knew, she knew exactly the yeah. moments that were memorable and mm-hmm. people would laugh because they, uh, you know. Michelle's Vogue routine was uh, insincere to the point of nausea. nausea. Yeah. yeah. So that, and I wouldn't piss on her if she was on fire. That's what I thought was missing. It was a Q&A. It was just politely answering questions and I didn't see the... The cum would burn there. She had a bit of fun with her tickle stick. She wandered into Ken Dodd territory with that. Yeah. So uh, the last queen was Raja, and Raja was... Big Frida. You Never... already know! <laughs> she got that in right away. Um, what were your thoughts? My thoughts was I saw Raja mm-hmm. um, in, a lovely, in a lovely wig. Um, and a blouse. But I've never seen Raja do Raja. And I, you know what? I didn't mind it. I didn't mind mm. Raja being Raja because she was so, she's just really charismatic. She I mean, is. Raja, she really is. Um, she was confident. She was She was trying to volley with other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she was, her reactions to them was there. She was She was always on in the character that she presented. Yeah. She was, she, she was always on. I, I liked it. I, I, I don't really know Big Frida besides those quotes. I but... follow her on Instagram. Um, she's you know a larger than life character, very interesting, um, very much about where she comes from. I think, and I think Raja conveyed that really, really well. I love the. I love how uh, for me it was quite witty when Brooklyn said, "Let's get this master debating working uh, ready," yeah. and she's like, "Oh, I love me some master debating." <laughs> yes. You know, I was like, "Oh, that was really quick." I was like, "Come on, come on, Big Frida." I know she was like being Raja, but I do think there were bits of her 
delivery that were Big Freed result. Like she was holding herself very upright like Big Freed uh, and she she lowered her voice an octave as well. Okay, an octave. Oh, I don't know if it's a full octave, but she was certainly speaking a lot lower than she usually does. She lowered her voice a full Octavia Spencer, everyone. <laughs> a full Octavia Spencer. There it is. Uh, I enjoyed her character though. There wasn't there wasn't anything you know like when someone's about to speak you you almost like start to like oh please be funny you start to hope that they do well mm-hmm. because you just know that they they aren't every time Raja was on I just knew that it doesn't matter what she'll carry it off whether she says something funny whether mm-hmm. her face does something funny whether her character does something silly I just knew that she wouldn't be she wouldn't falter yeah there was a trust in her performance yeah. for me now, no. how are we going to rank? How, like, we can name me, a top two. For me, there's an obvious winner, and that's Isis. Yeah, and I'd probably put Raja up there with it. It's going to be a top two, obviously, isn't it? And then they're going to lip sync. So I think it will be Isis and Raja. I can't see anybody else there. Can you? In the top? Yeah. I see Isis and Raja. Yeah, you're right. I, I would put Isis and Raja. And then, you know, if we're playing... Well, the thing is with All Stars and, and Versus World, they only really do a bottom three when it suits them. It should always be a bottom two. So let's assume it's going to be a bottom two. Any thoughts? Um, I would put Adele and uh, I would put I got I got four names for the bottom. Go on then. It would be Silky, Anita, Stephanie Prince, and um, Vanity Milan. I'd keep Silky safe personally. Okay. Um, so you'll you'll have a top. Who would your bottom placements be? I think Stephanie. Unfortunately, yes. we're going to see if the runway saves anybody. By the way, um, I just don't remember anything that Vanity did. But also Anita, I was quite disappointed by either Vanity or Anita down there with Stephanie, and it it really really pains me, like particularly with Anita because um, I adore her and I, I wanted us to have another great snatch game. Vanity, um, I you know, I I didn't find her first Natch game that memorable either. This just isn't her forte. I just felt like it was the same character in a different wig. I'm kind sorry, I'm sorry, but um, she did do another. She did a Jamaican, um, the Jamaican queen and Dirty Rise. Uh, that's what I remember. She did Jocelyn, um, Jocelyn G. Essien, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. I just felt like it was the same character. Yeah, and, the, and, and which means some, which shows to me that she the characterization she just can't get of certain people. I just didn't see any it's impersonation. Just not her forte. Yeah, she's a wonderful, fantastic performer and a great queen in so many phenomenal, ways. Phenomenal, phenomenal performer. This is just not her forte. Yeah. So she kind of matched my expectations actually today. I'd have been surprised <laughs> if Vanity had done well. No, I, I'm no shade. No shade. So like the reading challenge by default, Isis has won. <laughs> Girl, let's be. But Anita we won say, the reading challenge. Could that save her? We we say this with love. We say I say this with love and respect. These these queens are doing a really hard oh, job. We could not be doing yeah, what they're we, doing. We can't. We can't. We are, no. we are not on their level. We'll never be on their level. No. Well, speak for yourself, actually. <laughs> actually, actually, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm I'm on there. I don't think I could be quite on their level. Let's have a look at the runway. The category is celestial bodies, and we're starting with Silky. Let's talk. I think this is a great category. Um, it's open to interpretation. So, uh, but for Silky, this is so fun and so camp. I'm really loving this puppet she's got with the smoke effect and the LED lights. Um, this is very fun, colourful, very silky. She's in a, a, a bodysuit that's got a galaxy pattern, but she, you know, the 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 puppetry really elevates it. Um, and I really love the hair art as well. Very Nicky Nelms. Next up, we have Raja. I will say this is the third time I've seen Raja in like a cat suit bodysuit, but she wears it so bloody well. Her shape is absolutely beautiful. I love this expensive looking velour midnight blue fabric um, and the kind of uh, kind of silver extraterrestrial bit poking through. Not not a million miles away from uh, kind of early Mugler, kind of late 70s futurism. Um, Anita, I think this is gorgeous. I think Anita really has stepped up her runway game. Um, now the, the Crescent Moon headpiece, I mean, it's got a certain kind of like silent movie, old Hollywood glamour about it, but also, there was a similar headpiece in a Dior Couture show in 2011. And this, this dress looks lovely. Again, more midnight blue. It's heavily stoned. I love the fishtail. Really, really lovely. 
Now, further evidence that Rita is up to a runway game because she looks like a complete sun goddess here. Um, there's smoke effects coming from Rita as well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, this back piece um, is very kind of Miss Universe or some sort of showgirl, but it could be by Bunny B. Fly, um, who was on... Um, Drag Race Thailand season one, because she does pieces like this. And the flame corset is quite Mugler to me as well. Stephanie looks like an absolute million dollars. This is the runway that I expect from Stephanie Prince. She served some Absolutely. of this in season one. So intricate. I love how she's drawing wow. on her culture. She says that she's referencing a Filipino deity called Bathala. Um, and again, very Miss Universe sort of back piece. Um, the intricacy of that bodice and the stoning on those boots it's gorgeous like stephanie well done this is stunning um vanity comes out um i love the colors here i love the iridescent green and blue um it's it's a lovely kind of bodysuit very dancer kind of bodysuit with lots of spiky details on the shoulders and the skirt and there's the kind of mohican i wouldn't be surprised if this was by abraham d levy um who does a lot of things for the girls um and his signature is basically the sort of lame uh, bodysuit corsetry so i wouldn't be surprised um but she looks great um next up we have victoria i find this this looks so interesting so another kind of like galaxy bodysuit but she the the addition here is this kind of like satin ring skirt i've never seen anything like it before to be honest um and she's got this kind of like philip treacy-esque headpiece and the spinning is really really fun um so yeah great kind of referencing saturn as a heavenly body kind of reminds me a bit of that lady gaga look with all the circles and the kind of galaxy effect i do want to say that i love her presentation yeah she is gliding dancely. she is very dancely it's dancerly be like more a, dancerly be more dancerly like be more dancerly it's gorgeous uh, her movement is lovely you can tell she's got training in her she's mm. just gliding it's 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 flowy it's very beautiful, beautiful. yep uh oh god isis isis just isis is just a runway queen now um she doesn't mention the specific reference to me but i get a sense of kind of indigenous south american deity that's the sense that i get from the presentation i'd love to know more about the point of reference because i don't know but that's my sense the the dress itself is really interesting because there's more of a, a bit of a kind of um almost Alexander McQueen-esque, like Victoriana about it, with this really structured, exaggerated hip that reminds me of some of the garments in the Saraband collection and this gorgeous fishtail. I mean, Isis has not yet put a foot wrong on no. this runway, and I doubt she will. Of course, Stephanie. My no, yeah, favourite yeah, yeah. looks on the stage is Stephanie Prince, mm-hmm. Isis Couture, yeah. and, and um, Muscon. Victoria, I also love Rita's and I also love um, Anita's. Um, there's a lot to love on this runway. It's great. Uh, it doesn't change for me who's going home. I mean, you've got to say that kind of... Oh, who's in the bottom? Yeah. who do we... Raja, Raja looks great. She should still have her top placement and Isis is like solidified. Yeah, her, Isis her top is, placement is here. in the top. Who's going to be up there with her? Oh, yeah, because they, they do do threes, don't they? Yeah. And there'll be a, a low safe and a high safe. Um, the high, I cannot think will be high safe. I think it'll probably the have to be. The top two. The top two of this week would be, should, should still be Isis and Raja. But in who my do you think opinion. will be like high safe? Like maybe Silky? Victoria's gone. Victoria. Absolutely. Yeah. She's going to be high safe. Victoria. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can I get think, on board with that. I thought that Silky might be in the. Uh, you know, she might be up for elimination or safe. Mm. That's just how I feel, Tom. These are my feelings. I'm and telling your f- you. Your feelings are valid. Thank you. I validate them every day. All right. Shall we see? I mean, we got it right. The top two this week is Raja and Isis Couture. And at the bottom, we've got Anita Wiglet and Stephanie Prince. Yeah. And based on the critiques, there was nobody like high safe. The other two, Victoria and Silky, were actually low safe based on critiques, mm-hmm. even though they loved their runway presentations. Now, um, who won the lip sync? So, really fun lip sync. I love both their looks. Um, Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. Um for me, Isis won this lip sync, but they both gave a really, really good performance. Why did Isis win? She had a better Raja. punky rock energy for me. Yep. I think attitude. Mm-hmm. With a song like this, mm-hmm. it, it, I feel that it comes down to attitude. Yeah. You can portray the character. And Isis just had it. 
down. She was she one did. of the girls in school, you know, and you know, she was one of those punk goth girls. Oh yeah, that I remember with their headphones on, listening to the Avril Lavigne. No, 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 the, the punk and goth girls did not listen to Avril Lavigne. Um, she was pop in my school. They did. No. <laughs> Thank you. In my school, they all looked down at Avril Lavigne for being too commercial. And well, we're from different places, aren't we, Tom? And they're all listening to like Marilyn Manson and Corn and Slipknot. Girl, that that was way too alternative. That was that's way too alternative for my people. Okay, well, that that was my people. We could never. Those are the girls we, that I hung out we with. We could never. The devil. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I'll be baptized over and over. My parents heard that near near my ears. Um, yes, I agree that the winner was. Definitely Isis. And Isis, for me, gave more punk rock attitude. I loved that look. Yeah. From the boots to the hair. I loved it. I did love what Raja served as well. Um, she had some really fun flourishes. There was that really fun little ballet kind of bit. Um, so, yeah. And she did a gra- great job. Just um, Isis. Isis, absolutely. Now, who would you save and why? So, I think I would save Anita. And I could actually be quite objective and say Stephanie's actually been in the bottom two twi- two weeks in a row, although Anita was in the bottom three last week. Mm-hmm. However, based on track record, Stephanie is doing worse. Um, I think Stephanie is fabulous. Her runways are amazing. Um, I just think she needs a bit more time to learn how to bring it to these other kinds of challenges. I think Stephanie Prince brings amazing runways. Oh, she does. The only so thing, flawless. beautiful. I mean, someone like that does well on social media, where you can only, where you can just present your fashion. Mm-hmm. However, in this forum, where your fashion is only a, a, a small part mm-hmm. of what you have to offer, where every week you have to do a performance, a dance, an AV challenge, a snatch game, an improv, you know, a design challenge. I just don't think that part of RuPaul's Drag Race that she has down. She hasn't mastered it yet. No. She's got it in her. She just needs more time, but I don't think she's there yet. Yeah. Wonderful queen that she is. Where I do it, believe that Anita actually has more to offer the competition. That's it. Whereas mm. I think Anita, you know what? She slipped. I, I think last week she did actually well. I think they were mean on her last week. I, think I she, agree. She was good. She, she, she shouldn't have been. We enjoyed she was. her a lot last week. Yeah. Uh, I think this, for me, this is the first time she actually did fall and stumble. But I do feel Anita has more to give overall. Just to come back to Stephanie for a moment. Both weeks so far, we've said Stephanie's in the bottom with someone else. Yeah. So it's almost it. like hierarchically, Stephanie has sadly performed the worst two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm. And also, there's um, there's only one girl from New Zealand. So if we're talking about representation, yeah, and um, there's <laughs> many, there's plenty Canadians. So you know, I think I think there's another reason. Having said that, Isis has won this lip sync, and I don't think she's going to send Stephanie home. Don't. We'll see. We'll see. Should we see? Don't. Don't say that. Well, you I'm know what? If, if Isis you. is being strategic, she will, like Rita did, choose for me the strongest queen, which is Anita. Mm. Um, but let's see. Yeah, so winner was Isis, and she chose Stephanie to she go did, home. Which tells me about Isis that like she has some quite like honourable core values. I think she said she based it on track record, which is true. You know what? You know what? I thought it was funny because it almost came off slightly harsh. Like you know, like if it was your sister you're sending home, mm-hmm. you'll be a bit more like, "I'm so sorry." You know, I love you, but. I chose Stephanie. She's the ice queen. But she said, um, but if I'm going off track record, it's going to be Stephanie. I'm sitting home. And I, it was it was literally like that. Like, like no shits were given. I was just like, she's so... I was I, like, get it. Get I honestly girl. think going off track record is the way that invites least um, reproach, least comeback. Yeah. So I think she did the right thing. Um, I really hope Stephanie keeps posting her looks on Instagram. And her exit line was very, very funny. I... Have no exit it line. It was very, very good. Well I mean, done. Her. I mean, you know, come on. Really, now you want to pull out the funny? <laughs> now you want to? Now, sh- <laughs> now you want to be the funniest girl on stage? <laughs> yeah. Now you want to do snatch game, girl. <laughs> Bless her. What a gorgeous queen. Lovely energy. Just wasn't her time, I don't think. No, not mm. yet. Not yet. So it's good that we got Anita here to stay. Next, we've got a ball. So make sure that you follow us. Then we bring got, it to the ball. Bring it to the ball. And mm. uh, make sure you're following us on our social media. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Send mm-hmm. us a message. Write us a review. However you like. This is Paulo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.